0: Welcome to the LifeHouse Message Podcast. Please make sure to follow or subscribe to this so that you can get all the latest messages. We hope that you are inspired, empowered, and encouraged by the message today. Let's enjoy. Hey everyone, Adrian here from LifeHouse Church in Tokyo. And man, it's a joy to share the Word of God with you. So recently, uh, we were at a park with a bunch of friends. We are having a, a great picnic, um, and we are playing this game. I don't actually know what it's called, but it has this like thing that you hit... Uh, it's kind of like volleyball but not, but we were hitting the ball and I uh, one of, it came to the one side and I hit it with this hand and as I hit it, I felt my wedding ring fly off my finger and fly off into the distance somewhere in the grass. And so for the next 35 minutes, I had everyone in the picnic, searching, walking around, looking for my wedding ring. Because this is actually the third wedding ring that I've had in 15 years of marriage. And so I I was like, I need to find this ring. I've lost way too many wedding rings. And so we must have looked really strange to everyone else in the park. Because we were all just like individually walking around, staring at the ground. And finally, finally, one guy was like, I found it. And I remember the joy of that moment that joy of discovering my wedding ring I found it again put it back on my finger and I was just so so happy and there is something so exciting so uh, brings so much joy and happiness when you discover something that was lost or you do discover something new uh, don't you love those moments where you pull out a bag that you haven't used in a while and you open a zip and you find money you're like what I can't believe it, I had money there. You feel like you've just won the lottery. You've just, maybe it's, not, maybe it's even just a thousand yen or ten dollars or whatever. It's like, I've just won the lottery. Or, or, um, or maybe you discover something new. Like I, I grew up in South Africa and we got great food in South Africa. But moving to Japan, it opened up a whole new world. Of delicious food, a whole new world of all the food in Asia. So starting with Japanese food and then there's Korean food. How good is Korean food? And then Thai, Taiwanese food and uh, Thai food and Vietnamese food and Filipino food. There's just so many great foods to discover. And every time I discover a new food, I'm, I'm having this moment of like, where have you been my whole life and it, it's a happy moment but you know what I, I call these happy moments. These are happy moments, that there's the, the happy discovery of some new food or the happy discovery of my wedding ring but it is not joy, it's not a lasting joy. Uh, that moment's not going to bring a lasting joy into my life and and the thing is that many of us are chasing after these happy moments looking for joy in those moments. People travel around the world looking for this fulfillment, this joy but actually All they're getting is these happy little moments, but it doesn't bring a lasting joy. And joy is so important in our lives. Joy is so important for our mental health. Joy is so important for our physical health. Joy is so important and crucial for our relationships. It's it's important for purpose because it gives us strength and it gives us resilience in our life. And so I want to talk to you today about where do we discover joy? Where do we discover this true joy? lasting joy and so the title of my message is discovering joy in the bible now immediately some of you are like what the bible how can i find joy in the bible in an ancient dusty book that is full of rules and a bunch of boring stories like how do i discover joy in that or maybe for some of you you've never read the Bible and so you're curious. I I actually don't even know what the Bible is all about. Like I've I've heard a few stories maybe about Jesus or or maybe you are someone who associates you don't associate the Bible with joy, you associate it with guilt because you feel guilty that you haven't read it for a long time. But I really I want to encourage you today through this message I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you into a place where you're gonna understand that with a changed perspective you can see that the Bible is God's word, God's speaking to us, speaking to us about purpose, about life, about identity, and we can discover great joy, lasting joy from the Bible, from God's Word. And we're going to look at a great story from the Bible, uh, from a book in the Bible called Nehemiah. It's a, it's a history book. It has to do with uh, the history of a nation called Israel and them rebuilding their city. And so I'm going to tell you to read a story together. We're going to look at a story from Nehemiah chapter 8, and we're going to see how this 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 community, this nation of Israel were rediscovering joy in the word of God or for some people it was a new discovery because for the older generation they were coming back to the word of God and for the many of the younger generation it was their first time being exposed to the bible to the word of God and so what was happening in this time in Nehemiah chapter 8 was that um this nation of Israel, many years, maybe like seventy years before this happens, or even longer, actually longer than that, they were um, they were captured by a nation called the Babylon's Babylonians, not that uh, and the Babylonians had came and they destroyed Israel's cities, their city walls, they destroyed the temple, and they took the people of Israel back uh, into their nation. And they lived as captives, and now finally, because of what God did, he he made a way for them to to return and our people were returning to Israel and it was a it was a time of deep pain and they were re- returning to ruins they were returning to ruined homes ruined cities a ruined temple and it's so it was a time of rebuilding for this nation they were rebuilding their homes they were rebuilding their city walls they were rebuilding their temple and so we get to this point in Nehemiah chapter 8 when most of the city and homes and temple had been rebuilt and now as a community they wanted to rebuild their culture rebuild their their relationship with god their spirituality that and so they they get to it's new year's day the uh, it's new year's day in the jewish new year and they are they call out ezra who's like a priest they call him out to come and read the word of God to them. And it's this moment of anticipation for many of them. They've never heard the word of God. And for the older generation it was a distant memory. And so there's this excitement in this community. And so Nehemiah chapter eight, verse one, it says, so the Israelites met together in the seventh month of the year, though they were united and in in complete agreement they all met together in open places in front of the water gate all the people asked Ezra the teacher to bring out the book of the law of Moses which the Lord had given to the Israelites and so this book of the law is the first five books of our Bible today and so Ezra they, they asked him to bring it up bring out the Bible and you can sense can you sense the anticipation in this community many of them had never heard this book being read, they'd never heard the words of God being spoken. And so there was this anticipation, this excitement. It's like if you are a Korean drama fan, which I am, it's like you've you've watched up to the latest episode and Netflix is only releasing the next episode next week. And there's this anticipation, what is going to happen? what's going to happen next in the story? And there's this, amongst the whole K-drama community, there's this anticipation, or, or maybe you're an anime fan, maybe you don't care about K-dramas, or you like anime, and it's like, a, and a new episode, or a new season is coming out, and there's this anticipation in the community, what is going to happen? And I'm sure that's what was happening, even just to a greater extent, in this community of, of the Israelites. They were they, they had heard their ancestors talk about the word of God and the law and the, the promises of God and all these things. And now they were finally going to hear it. And so there's this anticipation building. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 2. So Ezra the priest brought out the law. He opens this big book or maybe it's a scroll. I'm not quite sure. He opens it up before those who met together. This was on the first day of the month. It was the seventh month of the year. Men Women and anyone old enough to listen and understand were there at the meeting, and I love this—that that this word of God, this uh, this uh, God speaking to people, was for all generations. Anyone who could understand, there were men, there were women, there were young, there were old, there were every generation was present. Anyone who could understand was there. And this is what I love about the Word of God. The Bible can bring joy to children. It can bring joy to teenagers. It can bring joy to to people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100 and plus if you're still alive. It can bring joy to you. And, And that's what I love about church as well. We've got something for every generation to engage with the Word of God and for it to bring joy in their life. And so, Can you picture this for a moment? Ezra is standing now. He he was standing on a big stage they built. He had six people on either side of him. And he opens this book and the whole community is leaning in, ready to listen. Verse 3, Ezra read in a loud voice from the book of the law from early morning till noon. That's a long time. That's like six or seven hours of reading. He was facing the open place uh, that was uh, in front of the water gate. He read to all the men and women and anyone old enough to listen and understand all the people listened carefully and paid attention to the book of the law. So there was this this not just excitement amongst the people, but there was a leaning in they were anticipating they wanted to listen they they gave their full attention. the word of god and and i'm sure that i'm sure that people got distracted okay there was it was six or seven hours of reading so i'm sure some of the younger kids or or got a little bit distracted and their parents were like hey buddy you need to listen i remember those moments in church but they came back and they were focused and they were leaning in and and this is my first point i i think we can learn from this community is that to experience joy from the word of god we need to lean in we need to lean in and listen to the word of god and and leaning in is an attitude it's an attitude of the heart that says wow god the the creator of all things my creator wants to speak to me and as i if i understand the word of god is 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 god wanting to speak to me there's an attitude of my heart that leans in It says i want to listen to what my creator has to say to me i want to listen to what god wants to speak to me it's not an attitude of well, I guess I'm a Christian, I have to read the Bible. That's what Christians do. Or, hey man, I need to read my Bible so I have something to share. Next time I have Connect Group, because if I don't have a journal share, everyone's going to think I'm weird. No, man, it's not that at all. It's a leaning in. It's this leaning in, God, I want you to speak to me. There's this phrase that Jesus uses often when he, he's teaching. If you read through the stories of Jesus and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there's this phrase that Jesus uses often. He says, whoever has ears... Let him hear. So, what Jesus is—this is, is an invitation from Jesus. So, if you've got ears, which most of us do have, it says, if you've got ears, lean in and listen. It's an invitation. Jesus is saying, uh, "Come a little bit closer. I want to speak to you. Come a little bit closer. I want to—I want to speak to you, and I want you to respond to me." It's a. Jesus is saying, come a little bit closer. I want to speak to you about the, the good plan that I have for your life. Come a little bit closer. I want to talk to you. I want to teach you about who I am and who God is. And Come a little bit closer. I want to help you understand who you are and the gifts I've given you. Come a little bit closer. I want to show you how much I love you. Come a little bit closer and I want to help you. There's some areas of your life that you can fix that will help your relationships. You can fix this and it will help you in this area of your life. And it's an invitation to come and listen. What I am inspired by this community is that they all came and listened. And the thing is, they had to come. If they wanted to hear the word of God, they had to gather because in that community of Israel, maybe they only had a handful of copies of the word of God of the Bible. They only had a few copies. And there was only a certain amount of people who could actually read the word of God. But what an amazing time that you and I live in, isn't it? We have so many we have such great access to the word of God. You just pick up your phone and you can download the YouVersion app and you can get access to nearly a- any language and I know that there are still many languages that don't have the Bible in and I know that YouVersion is working towards getting as many languages in the Bible which is amazing and even Yaren Tokyo our, our very own lifehouse team is working on a great Japanese translation so but we do live in a time where we have such great access to the word of god we don't have to wait for a gathering for someone to read it but we can we can have the word of god and we have access to it and even if you struggle with reading there's audio bibles I I sometimes listen to audio Bible because I'm not a very fast reader and I love the audio Bible, especially the ones with the cool animations, the cool background music, and it's pretty cool. But we are living in a generation where we have such great access to the Word of God. And if you are an English speaker, you have like a hundred plus translations that you can read, which you can find one that can really help you and connect with you. And so again, This attitude of leaning in is an attitude of saying, speak God, I want you, uh, speak God, I'm listening. It's an attitude of the heart that is open to God. Next, uh, we we find in the story, so now um, Nehemiah is standing up there, he's opened the scroll and everyone's leaning in and says, uh, verse 5, So Ezra opened the book, uh, all the people could see him because they were standing, uh, because he was standing above them on a high stage. And as he opened the book, all the people stood up. So everyone stands up, there's this this honor in their heart and it says they all raised their hands and shouted, Amen! Amen! And then they all bowed down and they worshiped God just before Ezra was about to read the Word of God. And so the second thing we learn about uh, what this community's attitude to the Word of God was, there was an attitude of honor. They honored the Word of God and what did honor look like for them? Honor, was, uh, honor for them was an outward expression. It was a, we're going to stand for the Word of God. We're going to worship God. We're going to open up our hearts to God. It was a, a posture of honor that they had. So they, they wanted to hear what God had to say, but they also wanted to honor what God had to say. So what is honor? honor and Honor is first and foremost an attitude of the heart honor is saying, I'm giving weight. I'm giving value to what God, what you have to say, God. It's it's saying, God, I want your word to influence me. God, I'm opening up my life to your word and saying, would you shape my values? Would you shape the way that I think? Would you shape my decisions? Would you help me in every area of my life? I want your word to have the greatest authority in my life. And as followers of Jesus, we believe that The Bible is inspired by God. 2 Timothy 3.16 says every part of Scripture is God-breathed. It's inspired by God and is, is useful one way or another. Showing us the truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's ways through the Word, which is the Bible. We are put together. God builds us up and shaped up for the tasks God has for us. So as a follower of Jesus I believe that the word of God that the Bible is is God breathed. Yes, it may be written by many different authors and there's some poetry, some history, some letters. There's there's different kinds of literature and uh, many different authors, but we believe that God is God has inspired every one of these authors to write his word and what we have in the bible is god breathed it's 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 inspired by god and so therefore i want to honor it i want to honor the bible as god's word and so therefore i want the bible to be the loudest voice in my life because there are many voices out there in our culture right now and th- there's voices from our friends our families our culture the media influences there's there's so many voices out there trying to shape our values trying to shape the way that we think about all these things but as a follower of Jesus I want the word of God the bible to be the loudest voice in my life I want the bible to shape how I work. I want to work with excellence and integrity. I want the Bible to shape my sexuality. What do we believe about sexuality? Do we follow the voices of the world Or do we follow the voice of what God is speaking to us from His Word? I want the Bible to shape the way that I manage and and, and steward my finances. I want the Bible to govern and shape the way that I do relationships, the way that I treat people, the way that I forgive, the way that I make decisions. This is what it means to give the Word of God honor. We say, God, would you shape, we want your Word to shape who we are and how we think. Jesus says this in in John 15 verse 10 and 11 says when you obey my commands you remain in my love just as I obey my father's commands and remain in his love I have told you these things so that you may be filled with my joy yes your joy will overflow And so Jesus, again, is inviting us He says, come lean in, listen to my voice and follow my ways. Listen to my voice and follow my ways. And then your joy will be complete. You will overflow with joy. And so as a community, as we lean in, we listen to the voice of God. We lean in and listen to the voice of Jesus and we follow his ways. We allow him to shape our thinking. We will overflow with great joy. And there was something amazing happening this, on this day in this community. And as, as Ezra the priest was reading the word of God, the people started to weep they started to cry. They started to be overwhelmed. And um, I'm, I'm not sure why. I, I know that if you read the first five books of Moses, there was, there's many, God's talking about creation. He's talking about his promises for them. Uh, we do see the rebellion and the fall of man. And God's speaking about Abraham. And we see him rescuing the people of Israel uh, from Egypt. And so, Right throughout this book, there's God speaking promises and, and, and hope and future about this nation, Israel. But maybe they were also overwhelmed by how far they had drifted from God. But Ezra stops the people and says, hey guys, This is not a day to be sad. When we read the Word of God, it's not a time to cry. It's a time of joy. It's a special moment. This is a a time of great joy. And I want to invite you to to step into the joy of reading the Word of God. Step into the joy of discovery. Discovering God's plan. Discovering God's ways. Discovering who God is and who God has created you to be. And how much He values and loves you. That's what you're going to discover as you read the word of God and just my last scripture in Nehemiah chapter uh 8 verse 12 and so after they had read the word of God they they gather and, they, and they're not busy eating a meal together It says then all the people went to eat a special meal they shared their food and drinks they celebrated that special day they were happy that they could hear the reading of God's law and were now able to understand it. <laughs> there was such great joy in this community. They were like, we, we finally get to hear the word of God and we can understand it. We, we we're leaning in. We, we we're so excited as a community. And you could sense the buzz in the city as people were eating food and drinking and talking about like, man, how great was that story about God? And he was rescuing the Israelites and he opened the Red Sea and he, killed the the egyptians and you rescued our nation how how awesome was that time and this time they're telling stories and hey man what was your favorite story and there's this great joy in the community and 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 it was new as they had been rebuilding their cities their homes there was a rebuilding of joy in their lives and i really believe that god wants to rebuild joy in your life as you open up your heart to the word of god so i remember when I was 17, I had a powerful encounter with God. That was a, I grew up in a Christian home, so I heard a lot about Jesus. I had read the Bible a lot, and I had many special moments, but the uh, defining moment was when I was 17, when someone spoke to me and just said to me that God loves you and He's got a plan and purpose for your life, but it was only two years later when I was 19 that I, I feel like I, I, I started to really pursue God, and I started to read the Bible every day, and, and as I started doing that, I started discovering more about God and God started speaking to me about who he, he, how much He loves me and how, how much He values me and God started speaking to me from the Bible about His plan, His plan for my life and He started showing me who He was and I, I just I couldn't wait to read my Bible, man it was exciting. And I just felt so much joy for my life. And now, 19 years later, I'm still loving the Bible. I still love picking up my Bible. I still love reading the Bible. I still love discovering new things from the Word of God. And yes, over 19 years, there have been seasons of my life where I haven't been drawn by joy. I've been driven by guilt. Yes, I admit that. I admit that there have been seasons in my life where I pick up the Bible and I'm reading it more because I feel guilty. Like, oh man, I have to. If, if I don't do this, God won't love me. If I don't do this, God's not with me. And those are all lies. But I've been there. But all it takes is a simple decision. And, I, and in those moments, God's spoken to me and says, hey man, just come back. You're my son. I want to speak to you. And I've, I've come back to the joy reading the Bible and so I want to I want us to respond today I feel like I want to call us as a community uh, come let's come back into joy and for some of you who've never read the Bible I want to invite you and say come and read the Bible you're gonna discover God you're gonna discover God's plan for your life you're gonna discover how much God loves you and if you don't know where to start you can start with this thing called my first month of journaling All you need to do is download the LifeHouse app. uh, And then there's a a section on the app called the Blue Book. If you click on it, uh, there's a little part that says my first month of journaling. And you click on that and there's 31 great Bible verses. And all you need to do is just read one of those Bible verses every single day. And on your phone or on a piece of paper or in a book, whatever, just write the date, write that Bible verse and just write down a few things that encourage you from that bible verse and this is what we call journaling and so it's something that you can do every single day and maybe maybe you aren't new to the bible but if and if you're not new to the bible and i want to i want to invite you to come back to the joy of journaling i want to invite you to come back to opening the bible and maybe start in a book like mark or one of the gospels reading about jesus and every day just read, maybe for five minutes, just read and just write down on your, on your phone or in a book just a scripture that, that, that encourages you that day. And, and, and allow God to help you discover joy again, the joy of the Word of God. Lean in with that, that heart saying, God, speak i'm listening and say god i want to honor your word i want your word to shape me come and shape my view of of life and who i am and and my future and really have that heart of leaning in and a heart of honor and god is going to speak to you in an amazing way so i'd love to pray for you right now i would love to pray for every one of us i want to pray that you would discover great joy in the word of god so let's pray God, thank you for your word. Thank you that we live in a time and a generation where your word is so accessible to us. Lord, And I I pray for every single one of us, God, that you would speak to us, that you would fill us with revelation as we lean in and listen to your voice, as we honor your word, that you would speak to us and bring about a a lasting joy as we discover. We discover your plan. We discover who you are. We discover who we are. We discover how much you love us and value us through you. Your word, I pray for every person in Jesus name amen 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 so i want to pray for one more group of people maybe you have never made a decision to follow jesus and i want to invite you to take the first step if you want to discover joy if you want to discover life and purpose i want to let you know that god loves you and he's got a great plan and purpose for your life and the first thing you need to do today is to make a decision to believe in jesus and receive him receive jesus into your life today and i want you to know that he loves you he wants to speak to you and jesus loves you so much that he came to this earth to show you who god is and to die for you and for me he had to die for us he took our sin on upon himself on the cross and he died on the cross but he rose again and he is victorious and he can speak to you today so I'm gonna count to three in just a moment and if you are that person wanting to make a decision to follow Jesus I want you to make a decision in your heart right now after I count to three to say yes I believe in you Jesus and I'd love to pray for you so one two three that's you make that decision right now just say i want to follow you jesus and if that's you i want to pray for you right now jesus thank you for these incredible people pray that you forgive them that you come into their life that you fill them with your love that you speak to them in Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. So if you made that decision today, we are celebrating with you. Why don't you maybe go tell someone that you made that decision uh, and so that someone else can celebrate with you today. Well, thank you for listening today. I hope that you were inspired to rediscover joy in the Bible. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks for listening today. We hope that God was able to speak to you through the message. If you consider LifeHouse your church home, or if you were blessed by these messages, then why not consider generously supporting us? Simply go to mylifehouse.com give and find the giving way that works best for you. Have a blessed day and we'll catch you all next time.